gold! Nonsense. The golden god! And he dragged you two into this nonsense? I volunteered. And her boat is not in She's a Live in effect, this is John and Charlie's <clears throat> Golden Nonsense. Welcome back, folks. Oh, speaking of Good to be with you all. nonsense, Rob Love's calling. Should I answer it? Yeah, say what's up. All right. So we are back. Yo, Rob Love, the- what's going on? Hello? Hello, Rob? Rob Love, the funniest comedian in, in Memphis, Tennessee, in my humble opinion. Apparently, doesn't know how to use a phone, though. So anyway, we got we got a, a new setup. We're back at the high tone again this week, right? And um, but we are been we have been assisted by the audio engineer of the high tone the, with different microphones and a three prong setup. Mm-hmm, so if yep. we have a guest today, we can accommodate them accordingly. Yeah, so we won't just have White Mike yelling about basketball from the other side of the room. Right, right. Which was very entertaining last week, but. I'm really we're just we're just always improving over here, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just a continuous one percent better every day. It's three hundred every single day. Three hundred percent at the end of the year, That's baby. That's correct. Because we that, take weekends off. Yep. And Jewish holidays. Uh huh. Boom. Yep. You only you don't get better on Passover. You just you, you literally can't observe. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no lights, no nothing. Just uh, just salty flatbread. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you ever had it? Have you ever had the the Passover bread? Yeah. Uh I believe so. Uh I've never tried it. I've always been curious. It's just like just like any other bread. Sometimes it's like soft, sometimes it's crackery, you hmm. know, but it's always flat. I need to make some of that. You need some unleavened bread? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to start I I make soup. That's one of my things. I make You're a soup sh- guy? I make the shit out of some soup. I feel I like soup. You I'm, know, I was thinking, you know, but are you like a you okay? Okay, what what's the line between stew and soup? I have no idea. You know, what I make is chicken and potatoes and carrots and celery. It's like a chicken soup. So it's like a the standard chicken stock soup. Yep, yep. But I go I go over the top, man. I I I make the stock. So I basically make soup twice because you make it once. And then you just throw away everything, right? And you just keep the the broth, I and then it. you remake it. And so it takes me like four hours to to cook it. So I just Properly do it all. Soup. Yeah, I just do it all day on like a Sunday. Um, and do, then do you do the beef stews, beef stoop, beef soups with no, the bones? I should stuff? try it. I should try doing yeah, dude, some beef. You're you're really staying on level one with the chicken soups. Yeah. I mean, have you made vegetable broth yet? Uh, well, I, when I make the broth, I I. Use veggies too. Yeah, but a pure veggie broth versus a pure chicken broth, and then a, and then you have chicken stock, which is chicken with vegetables in it. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, is that the is that the difference? Because I guess I'm making chicken stock then. Yeah, broth is just straight up that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I need. Yeah, so the other thing, I haven't been doing beef stew, but I've been doing pot roast. Okay. I fucking love pot roast. Who doesn't love uh, Dude, fucking chunks th- of meat? I think I should have eaten sloped. before I come over here. I think I'm, I'm think I'm too hungry. You might be hungry. But anyway, I, I was thinking I could make some Passover bread with this soup. Yes. It, it might be awesome. And it's, it didn't take long either because yeah. they made it in the desert over a rock. Yeah. So if, as long as you got a rock, you can. Yeah. You can make some Passover bread. I'm, I'm, I, I like I like soups and stews too, man. A lot of people don't, but it's like some of the hardiest things. Yeah. I saw some shit on Twitter though. Someone said soup is for poor people, and it's true. <laughs> you just you just trying to flavor some water up because it's all you got. Yeah. All I got is this uh the leg of this animal that's already <laughs> eaten. I, I I've already eaten all the meat I off. I already the- ate it, so I'm just gonna yeah I'm just gonna put the bone in there. Right for flavor. Yeah. And then oh uh, man, maybe some old potatoes. Cut the the black bits off. Mm-hmm. Yep, just let it simmer. Right, and then by the time Junior gets home from, I don't know what, in, working in the fields or whatever people used to mm-hmm. do when they're poor. Yeah, the soup would be good and good. Yeah, being racist, doing so, what? Well, be, being racist. Yeah, that's what they did back in the day. Oh yeah, while they, while they're working, it says the poor white guy he gets off. So, yeah, I'm gonna go put on put on my baseball cap and be racist yeah dude go. i saw a video this crazy video it was um in florida this white dude was yelling at a uh the employees of a popeyes 
which oh, were wow. all which were all black, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And he was calling them the hard ends. No. With uh, the ERs. Oh yeah. Hard, then, a hard R. Hard yeah. R. And then he was a. Uh, it was hard too because he was like, um, this the woman outside called me a cracker. And he's like, then what did you? And then the manager goes, then what did you do? And he's like, I called her a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, this got fast quick. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the, he, you know, it kept on going back and forth. Police were called. So let me ask you a question. Did it seem like he was legitimately offended by being called a cracker, or did he just want an excuse? That's a good question. I think it was. Um, Maybe he was taken aback. Maybe not offended, but like surprised. Like, how dare you? How dare you? Right. Call me a cracker. <laughs> out of all the uh, out of all the insults, it's like, oh, crackers are delicious. I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine getting legitimately offended by somebody calling me a cracker. No, nah, never. It's impossible to take seriously. You're like, just... if 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 there was like history of your people being stomped out while cracker was being said, oh, you fucking cracker. Break his bones, the brittle like a cracker. Maybe I can understand yeah. how someone would be offended by that, you know? Yeah. No, that never happened. You know it would be hilarious? Yeah, a, you a ca- pa- call a guy yeah. white boy, beat him up. I've yeah, seen that happen. But but yeah, but but white boy is also a term of endearment. White boy? Yeah, that's, that's it's, a good point. It, it's a, it's a white blend. White boy Ricky or whatever, that movie? Yeah. White boy Rick? There's a term of endearment blended in with that. You know, what's, um? <sighs> speaking of white boy. How do you feel about um, the NCAA Women's Champion? <laughs> I don't know. Have you been watching it? Uh, uh, no, I haven't been watching none of the NCAA stuff. But I haven't either. When when I saw the video of old boy, uh, uh, what what happened? You didn't see that the was that a trans athlete? Is that yeah, you you've not no, heard? No, you bu- you're, you're bullshitting. You I'm haven't not heard. bullshitting at all. Oh my god, you got to see, man. This person, <laughs> this person smoked the competition. <laughs> what 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 uh what college? Uh, what school? I don't even know what school, but they won the 400. Is, is, is Leah oh, Thomas God. or something? And then his name was like, it's funny because he just dropped letters off his name. <laughs> oh, man. That's wild. People are comp- NBA News compares trans swimmer to Jackie Robinson. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so thing just popped up. Oh, God. What can you do, man? Look, I, I've said this many times before, and I, I'm sticking to it, okay? I never gave a shit about women's sports in the first place, so I'm not going to start now. Right, <laughs> but, right, but women are slowly but surely getting mad. Like, cause, yeah, cause, like, okay. so I saw the breakdown. The dude was the 400th best NCAA men's swimmer, and then oh, the God. next in the next year he becomes the, the number one <laughs> women's swimmer. The best woman swimmer of all time. Right yeah, here. Yeah, no. Girls, yeah, girls can't hang in there on this. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like it's like, um, yeah, it's the it's the whole like, I guess it's intersectionality, right? It's like women, yeah. women and tra- and trans people are are allies and uh, like somebody in a lot of <laughs> ways, right? That they're they're purported to be, yes. Yeah, but. This is this is just like a uh, a car crash, you know. It's like it's like a you know, an intersectionality conflict, right? It's like it's like you want to be like a lot of ladies want to be woke and they want to be, be down with the cause, right. but th- this is they're getting fucked and well, I don't know. I mean, look, they're I think the people who are supporting those things aren't necessarily the same people. Like the women who are supporting the trans rights people, uh-huh. right, aren't necessarily the same women who are um, like vocally against it. You know what I'm saying? This, like, th- they're, it's, they're, a, it's a different group of ladies. Yeah, because like, it'd be disingenuous to say it was all women to say that. You know that. Sure. You know. Yeah. I would. I would. I would. I would. I would imagine it's a small minority of women who are just more vocal than the rest of the women because a lot of people don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a, but there's a there's like a effort to build a coalition that's that's been going on for a while, right? It seems that way. And it's it, well, it's kind of funny because so I was uh so I was doing my onboarding stuff for my new job or whatever. Yeah. And they they had this they had a thing that was um talking about hostile work environment. Right. Right. It's a thing there. And they said hostile work environment is when somebody is um 
is you have you know negativity coming towards you because of a uh a, a protected characteristic at work mm. and i was like well, i was like okay that's a weird definition for that but that's what that's what they said the definition is and they listed the the protected characteristics and it was it was a lot of them it wasn't just you know it wasn't just you know race gender right. it was also um you know sexuality okay it was um it was if you're disabled if you're a veteran and then okay. it was anybody it was anybody over the age of 40 that's ageism yeah right and i was like okay so basically everybody except me <laughs> like <laughs> literally like like i was like oh, over 40 come on like <laughs> like so white dudes over 40 aren't are a protected class yeah, yeah yeah it's like it's like it's like i'm like Shit, you, have, you have a mortgage. Keep going, dude. You have a mortgage, and you keep going. Make it t- so it just says "Not Charlie" on there. <laughs> <laughs> I Good, mean, fucking look. <laughs> do I'll, it, <laughs> dude. I don't know, but there is. It's gonna be. We're gonna hit a boiling point. A boiling point of absurdity here yeah. soon, and I don't know how it's gonna happen because it's gonna. Because look, uh, I saw I saw a headline that said that um, ever so you know how they've um increase the amount of women soldiers in the military yeah or they're attempting to mm-hmm. increase the women amount. sure but uh they uh they were previously failing all the the old pt tests right. and not right so they changed the they changed there's there's still a, a large portion of them they said 60 or 50 percent of the women that were still failing the tests mm-hmm. uh they're failing the new test too the lesson oh, test really? yeah hmm. and so it's like um, we're gonna be in a really, really, really fucked up scenario where people are gonna have to like swallow their uh their new think codes, right, and go back mm-hmm. to. I mean, I'm not saying don't. Yeah, I mean, it's un- it's it's un- it's clearly unsustainable. It's it, it's been clearly unsustainable the whole time. But like, I mean, who, dude, we don't need <laughs> we don't need more soldiers we got enough soldiers dude we got a fucking ton of soldiers i don't i i soldiers is not the, the thing for me it's just like why is you know the it's this is like a grand grand super experiment of that gatorade commercial from when we were younger if i can do it you can do it too but you right. know with michael jordan and uh-huh. the in the, the was it leah ham the chick i don't know but you remember i do remember the commercial i don't remember who the girl was <laughs> Yeah, it was Michael Jordan, the best basketball player of all time, and some soccer player, chick, some chick soccer player chick. I think it was Leah Ham. Mia, Mia, Mia Ham. Yeah, See, Mia Ham. I I said Leah because of the fucking uh, yeah. swimmer from NCAA. Yeah, I think I remember. She was yeah, she was on the World Cup team, the women's the, World Cup team. They won, won. They won gold. Yeah. Right, right, right. The greatest women's team ever. Yeah. Because we haven't won shit since. Have we not? No. The U.S. hasn't won? No. I think we had that really good men's team run that one time with yeah, uh, the dude that. Howard member. Yeah. Right? But they still didn't win, right? Didn't win nothing. Yeah. No. I think we matched up against some Euro team and they beat her ass. Yeah, I think I think I remember I was watching that year because they were good. I think it was Germany that won that year. Oh, your peoples? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my cousin's such a weirdo. He cheers for Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cheers for the German team. Yeah, I'm like you're you're a loser, but he also cheers for the fucking Red Sox and he, the Patriots. He's a fucking loser. What is he? He's from fu- Atlanta. Oh, he's from. He's a Southern kid. Yeah, but he's Isn't that a, irritating. That's a little annoying. It's so annoying. But you know, I can't tell anybody what to cheer for. Because like I'm, I'm more of a. I'm look at, at best. I'm a fair weather fan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At, at worst. I, but I'm not a bandwagoner though. You know what I'm saying? I've never been like right. I never. I but I can respect greatness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Tom Brady was kicking ass. I was like, people love him for a reason. He's whooping ass. Yeah. You know. I think that's okay. But it's but it's also it's really annoying because for you I would imagine because um Mike Vick had a crazy run for the Hawks. Dude, he, he was the man. For no the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Dude, what if he played for the Hawks too? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he could have played any sport. He's one of the greatest athletes ever. Oh yeah. I mean, yo, it was so much fun. Yeah, talking about being a, like a Fairweather fan or whatever. Right. Like everybody has that to a certain extent. Even the most diehard fans, I feel like, you know, maybe if you're a super diehard fan, you watch every game, whatever. But I think even like really dedicated hardcore fans, they they still only pay attention 
you're only going to watch so many games a season. You're oh. you're not going to watch every game. No, no, no. That's 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 unrealistic. To yeah, somebody was would even be able to do that. Right. You know, like, but that's the beauty. You got a life. That's the beauty of well, you say you have a life. Some people substitute their life. Like people, and I, and I don't want to like talk down on on like sports heads. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But they're like. There are guys who almost feel like their their second career is like being an ESPN home analyst. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Stephen A. Smith doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. LeBron, blah, blah, blah. And then they just go on with talking heads. And it's just like, uh. Yeah, it's like it's like they have to have a, an opinion on everything. It's, it's like they it's like they they think they're going to become like a uh, an ESPN pundit yeah like being a talking head like you said yeah like they need to have all the facts and figures and all the like like they're gonna be on the news show right they're gonna show up to work or or like you know what it is is like during like um when we're quarantine when everybody was like was zoom was zooming in uh-huh. so tv could keep on going yeah well it's like um you know it'd be some of these fucking cats favorite dream to be get it get an email it's like yeah when you, when you to tune in at 245 on espn zoom we yeah. need your opinion on lebron yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see the same thing with some some people. They, they want to just know everything about news and politics, and they oh, yeah. they feel like like that. It's really it really is just substituting having a personality for knowing about a topic. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because you know, I, yeah, yeah, you can substitute that for any like um, niche or subgenre yeah, of people. I feel like I I do that with comedy a little bit. Yeah, we I'm nerd a little out. guilty. Guil- yeah. I'm really into comedy. I watch a lot of comedy. We nerd out on comedy definitely. If somebody does a joke and i'll tell you if a famous comedian has a joke that's the same as that like, dude I'm, I'm a fucking library with that shit dude, yeah you know and i've gotten really bad with um here recently I, I i had to not recently the last four or five years i stopped watching so many comedy specials yeah because it's like okay some of this stuff is seeping through you know no doubt so i had to like come up with my own um my own like stories and ideas and what's what's even hard about it is man is it's like how much, like how much life can you lead? Like you have to lead so much life to distill damn near five minutes of of jokes. Yeah, you know, no doubt. So I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I'm glad I I have a new job just because I'm having like life experiences and life stress, whereas I wasn't before. So I I think that's important, you know. And I I even think you know comedians who you know do it for a living sometimes they they lose a dimension of their comedy of humanity because you're not out there working a job yeah doing you know what i'm saying and that's why that's why that's why comedians when it reaches a certain level if they actually become successful they they can talk about their kids because they know everyone relates to the kids right but it's like dude i work four hours a week i make five six figures a night Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like these are people who are comics who just they can't relate to you They, they took their whole family to 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 alaska in in the spring to check out the fucking rivers because they can you can't yeah. do that you know nope got a job got a job so yeah but, but that's the cool thing about comedy man it's like shit if you make it dude like I, and i think that's what's was honestly that's like a blessing and curse of burt kreischer sure burt kreischer makes every like regular dude think to do comedy yeah right uh-huh. <laughs> which i love it but <laughs> burt kreischer also had he has a, a killer one story yeah you know, you know what i'm saying the machine where yeah <laughs> he's he's a charming guy but he I, and i i mean i went and saw him live in atlanta and he he killed i mean he really killed he's, he did well yeah but but i try to watch his specials and i and i don't in particularly enjoy his specials are they because they're just like boring or i i don't know yeah i mean it's it's uh, it, i feel like when you're in the room it makes sense when you're watching it on tv you're like you're like i don't know it just doesn't that's, translate dude, as that's well. what i that's what i, I got to explain to people about live comedy right yeah because when i tell them i'm doing comedy right and then they come out and they're like this is either they get it they're like this is what you know this is from this is the grittiest version of what i saw on, i see on tv mm-hmm. and they enjoy it right that's yeah. why that's why I've, i think i've built up a small little fan base that's come every week right yeah they get to enjoy the grittiness of it but then uh there are people who who show up and be like this is not what i saw on tv you know and are, right. are look at it through a lens of uh finished product comedy you know mm-hmm. no doubt and that's 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 a tough part because dude i feel like we're i don't know man i've always said that memphis is comedy on hard mode mm-hmm. right 
but <clears throat> I just I just don't think we're getting enough of fucking stimulation. Like it's just too much effort to get something going. You know? As far to get something going as far as like a show. A show or just a consistent presence, you know? Yeah. Like you were you weren't here. Uh, in town before like the last place that was the P and H right no I I never got to see the P and H right but it's a fucking crazy you know for a Thursday night it's probably one of the best in the South I knew it because I've been to some of these shows and you couldn't beat it dude if you were a shit comic that night mm-hmm. they ate you alive yeah you know but if you were on point you had the whole it had fucking like two hundred people just screaming like, yeah you know <laughs> what I'm saying like from the main like listening area the seating area. All the way in the back of the room to the outside, dude. Like, people, if you're really kill, killing it, people would really fuck with you. Did it have uh, uh, off nights and, like, really good nights, or was it just every week? Uh, it was mostly super packed, super jumping. But, and, yes, and, there was and, that. And, and how long did it run? What did it, was it running for? Uh, dude, I could tell you that it was running for, like, five, six years before me so if i'm doing comedy for almost 10 years now it was going for at least 15 years or something something like that because it was okay so i was i never hosted it right but Mm -hmm. last host was richard before that was tommy before that was um another guy i can't remember his name before that was brandon sams brandon yeah you know, so it's like it'd been going for a while. And then the version that I, I got to enjoy of it was like the, the pinnacle of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't see the, the the slop. Yeah. Well, so that's that's what I guess I wonder is how long did it take to to build up or was it was it just crazy from the very start? Did they just find think, the right room? And well, I think it was I think it was a combination of a few things. I don't, I don't I don't think the idea was already there. The bar was already like a midtown staple. Mm-hmm. Right. But then. You add you add open mic comedy on Thursday, which is drink night, right? Yeah. And then it, and it, it is like if you if you know the logistics of Midtown, like it's like definitely like a fucking the center watering hole. There's stuff all around it, but you know, like right now we're kind of on the outskirts of it, going towards downtown and whatnot, yeah. cross town. But that was like the, the the median place. Where was where was it? It was over there on Madison, right on next Madison. to Madison. Yeah, right across from. Um, Minglewood Hall. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. With, That's those big those big apartments now. Yeah, yeah. So they basically bought the back parking lot and then just within a year, dude, Corona hit, boom, it was gone. Dang. Yeah. So, but whatever yeah. you know, like so, uh, I'm trying to, uh, you know, emulate that here, but, dude, you know the craziest thing about, okay perfect version right what does uh beyond your current career right what does perfect version comedy career for charlie look like um let's all right well let's think about this start start off slow get a couple weekends go go do that start you know kill at the clubs get them to want me to come back soon yeah and then just like get a handful of clubs all around so club the country yeah. that want me to be coming through yearly um and then just keep doing that keep doing my job and then just make all this extra income that would be the that would be sick and then you know get on rogan <laughs> that would become super famous and then um Is keep it- living in memphis because i don't want to move to i don't want to move to la or new york um do you think uh do you think because i was saying this the other day i was actually saying this to jack earlier right that joe rogan is not the king maker people people make him out to be right? I, I don't know i think no, he's no, definitely no, a king maker I, look, look, look he okay so king maker in the sense that like merlin chose author and then boom you know what i'm saying he didn't choose author but he made author into the king right okay so joe rogan is not merlin he's not gonna touch you on the shoulder and then make you that right all he can do is almost like a king be like you're knighted right you know what i'm saying it's like this guy is worth it he's got the right he's not he's not turning you into somebody he's shining a light on somebody somebody right 
You've been if in the you, trenches. And if you're that guy, everybody's going to be like, oh, shit, right, that guy's it, funny. Because there have been, been, been people who've, who've been on Joe Rogan that I've never heard of. Comedians, stand mm-hmm. comedians. I looked them up, and they are great. They are good. You know, but it's like uh, their style I'm not really fucking with or whatever, whatever. But, sure. you know, I'm sure it increased definitely their exposure. Yeah. Right? So it's like you get on Joe Rogan, and you're just like, you know, uh, a traveling club comic on the weekends. You have dates, you know. 13 weeks at the year, you know, 20 weeks at the year, whatever the case may be, that's, you know, manageable. Mm-hmm. You want to keep your day job. You get on Joe Rogan, and it's like, and then you're good and people like you. You're personable. You might have crazy stories, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That shit goes from zero to a thousand, bro. It's not, yeah. you know, but he didn't make you that king. He was already working weekends, right. whatever. He's not picking someone like us right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. But we're we're still here every every night, right? So we're we're working towards something, aren't I, we? I, I believe so. I believe yeah. so. But the, you know, I gotta I gotta extrapolate that from you know, on the mi- on the on, on the macro sense, right? Mm-hmm. If this is one community, how many major cities are there in the United States? Two hundred, maybe. Yeah. Right. So I saw Memphis is forty forty four on the list of metro area populations okay so we're 44th yeah okay so, so, so there's, there's 44 larger yeah 43 larger cities than memphis okay and so we know what some of the big ones are because those are the comic places that we, we want to go to mm-hmm. right and yeah. so la new york atlanta De- not detroit chicago chicago la new york chicago and then uh, now, houston, houston now, and dallas are both are both huge yeah houston and dallas are, are, are huge are they huge for comedy no. Not really. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They're great. I mean, you have the Houston Improv, Dallas Improv, right? You got comedy clubs there. You can work. You can even launch pad out of there. But it's like, you go to Austin, fucking Tony Hinchcliffe is making motherfuckers, you know, known. Yeah. You know, my boy Will Loden got on the show. And then the same week, he started getting weekend gigs. You know what I'm saying? That's like, cool. Headlining. That's cool. And so... Should we go do Kill Tony? <laughs> I, was, I tried to do it that one time. Yeah, and it, you know, and it is, and I get it. But for, you know, but but that's for the um, the Texas marketplace, right? Texas being its own economy in and of itself, right? There's what five out of the the, the top fifty major cities are in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. then they have their own ecosystem. So you could just be a Texas comic and live and breathe. I mean, that's what um, Ron White was for forever. Really. I know he's from Texas. He's like a small town Texas kid. Did got his chops yeah, like West Texas. Yeah, got yeah. his chops in like the the medium sized cities, and then I think it was um, the story that I've heard was that Jeff Foxworthy mm-hmm. had come across him a couple of times. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you're fucking. We're gonna we're gonna do this thing. You ride up our alley. He's like, oh, I guess I'll try to come and do some comedy again. And so he's already like done it, and someone just picked him and did this thing, right? Yeah, they copied um. The Kings of Comedy. Right. Right. But. Do a redneck Kings of Comedy. Yeah. I met Jeff Foxworthy once. Oh, yeah? Is he tall? He was cool as fuck. Uh, I, he didn't strike me as being particularly tall. No, I thought he was a tall guy. I think he's like, I think he's like 6'1". You oh, know? Okay. I think he's like high, tall-ish, but right. not tall-tall. Vince Vaughn is mad tall. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's 6'5". Yeah. Yeah. But I told, I, I was at a wedding. My, my friends, my friend married into a very wealthy family. So your your homie married the woman and she's wealthy. Yeah, and he knocked her up. So hell yeah, <laughs> they had to get married like shotgun. Um, and it was fucking crazy. And, and Foxworthy was at the wedding. He was just yeah. He was just, he was. Hanging. I was like, is that so what is your Jeff Foxworthy? So what does people do? Uh, construction. Oh yeah, just yeah, construction. Just own, empire. Yeah, construction and like um real estate and like uh, what do they call it? like building management? Yeah, like not. Yeah, not real estate, but like, um, yeah. What do you call that? What's well, like CBRE? Like, uh, I guess that's real estate, commercial real estate. Yeah. Um, but um, but anyway, I was like, I was like, Mr. Foxworthy, I just gotta tell you, I'm a stand-up comedian, and talk to him. And yeah. What he say? Yeah, he was like, he was like, he's like, I'm telling you this, and I mean this. I hope one day I get to come pay to see you perform. That's really nice. And to I was say. like, I was like, oh my god. That's really Thank nice you. to hear. Look at that, Jeff Foxworthy. He was nice awesome. Guy. He was so nice. Okay, so I'll tell you the closest I've ever gotten to a, a celebrity. Well, no, that's a lie. I've been. I met Shane Gillis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you that told was, me about that. Doesn't New York? At the stand. At the stand, exactly. Um, and I've, I've I, David Tell was behind me. Mm-hmm. Seen David Tell. Didn't talk to him. But, uh, 
I was in Atlanta for job training. This was many years ago, and I was staying at the Indigo Hotel. Right, I went down and talked to the, uh, you know, rules is at a at a hotel. Talk to the concierge. Talk to the bartender. Mm-hmm. They're the coolest guys in town. They know yeah. what the fuck's going on. Right. Talk to them. They're like, oh, you're com- you're a comedian. There's not a place too far away from here. And then he's telling me about was that Peachtree Street? Is that what I'm talking? Is that, that Peachtree Street? Yeah. There's like a comedy place over there. He told me, and then and then from there he told me about the um, the Laughing Skull. Right. Yeah. God gave me a lot of information. But then he was like, uh, right next door, supposedly Chris Rock is hanging out eating with his daughter. <laughs> oh wow. I can't go over there because I'm working. But you know, if you tr- try to get in, tell the bouncer. Next to the hotel? Yeah, next to the hotel. There's a next, uh, another hotel right next door. They have like a, a really swanky bar dining mm-hmm. area. Chris Rock was there with his daughter. I go just to see, right? And I was like, hey, man. I, t- I tell the, like, the. the Maitre d' kind of Yeah, the fucking or? hostess. The hostess. And I was like, hey, I hear, I just want to, like, take a peek at him, right? And she was like, um, he's being kind of weird, but there he is right there. I was like, what do you mean he's being weird? He's like, I guess people keep on, like, bothering keep him. Keep on bothering him. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, I guess I won't do that. And sure enough. I looked over the girl's shoulder, and I saw the profile of Chris Rock. I was like, fuck, that is him. That's fucking Chris Rock right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. It's, it's, I could throw a stone at him. <laughs> we, Me and Claire went to uh, um, have dinner at this place called Wrecking Bar. Yeah. It's in Little Five Points in Atlanta. It's a, re- it's a, it's a pretty awesome restaurant. Um, we walk in, and we sit down, and and, and, um, and I, I'm just oblivious. I'm, I don't notice things. Right. So like, so like, I'm just in my own zone. I sit down, pick up the menu. I'm like looking at appetizers. I look up at Claire, and she's like freaking out. I'm like, what? She, she's just like, she's like, those are famous people. She lifts her head, and I, and I look, and like literally, like, like that couch is the, their table. Yeah, we're sitting like this. It's like right there. It's Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> so, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, and she was like, oh my god, should we like, should we? Asking for a picture, I'm like, no. no. What we're gonna do is we're gonna try as hard as we can to be normal, to just pretend like we belong here. Yes, yeah, and and we did, and it was fucking hard. I already know. Yeah, because star being starstruck is real. I I get really starstruck. It's it's, it's real. And then look, you have you uh from what I understand, uh, it happens to everybody. Yeah, right. You just have to in the moment be as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. Because this past weekend, you know, Judge Joe Brown. Yeah, t- you know he's a Memphian, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, my buddy knows him. He he used to work on something for him a long time ago as an intern, and then, you know, everybody knows the old man. I saw him hanging out with my homie. I'm like, yo, I know who I know that old man. I seen him. I I, I follow him on Twitter. He's entertaining on Twitter, <laughs> right? And I'm like, is that Judge Joe Brown? He's like, that sure is. And I couldn't. He's like, let's go say hi. I was like, I'm just gonna look at him. He's like come on man <laughs> and then i walked up joe said hi whatever it said whatever and then he didn't even acknowledge me the old man was just focusing on my, my you know my, my buddy and that point i was like i'm starstruck i, I can't even bring myself to shake this talk shake this old man's hand yeah. i shook my head i was like all right <laughs> it happens to me yeah it happens to me too i couldn't imagine i can't imagine if i saw i mean the coolest is attractive you know what i'm saying yeah and i couldn't imagine if i saw like a like a a woman star that I was like fond of, you know, dude, it was so like, they were just, they were talking. It was in, you just, you're, you're eavesdropping on their, their whole conversation. You're listening to everything they're saying. You're right. not having a conversation yourself. You're right. just sitting there. And then talking to your girl about the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, they're talking about fly fishing in, uh, Idaho. How nice. And, and they were like, they're like, Oh, I, Idaho's got the best fly fishing. I was like, I love fishing. I want to I wanna go. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Ashton! Please take me to Ashton, <laughs> take me to Idaho. Right, please, Ashton. Please. <laughs> oh, me and my girlfriend would love to go fly fishing with you guys. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> What's up, bro? Oh, KP's in the house. What's going on, man? What time is it? What time is it? You're 18 minutes too early, sir. Would you like to be a guest on our podcast? I I think the mics. It should you be. You got to turn it on. I'm on. I'm on now. What to do? What to do? All right, How everybody. Doing, this man? is uh, this is KP Potassium Floor. Profit. Potassium profit. Potassium profit. There right. He is a, a young local comedian here in Memphis, Tennessee. Young Wel- sir. Welcome young. to John and Charlie's uh Golden Nonsense. Golden Nonsense? Golden Nonsense, yes. Oh, okay. That's a nice we- name. I like it. Thank you. I created it myself. Nice. Yeah. He came up with it. I did. All right. What are we talking about? We're talking about getting starstruck when you yeah. meet famous people. Ah. He just talked about how he saw Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Was yeah. Recent? Uh, no, it was a couple years ago. 
but I mean, we sat down in a restaurant and they were at the next table over. And me and Claire were just trying so hard to just eat food and not eavesdrop on everything they were saying. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, dude. It happened to you? I can't say I've met a famous person before. Uh, closest I came is Jennifer Gardner. Really? 13 Je- going on 30. Yeah, 13, yeah Jen- of course. Is, isn't, didn't she also play in Friends? No. Uh, Jennifer Gardner. That's Aniston. No, That's she Aniston. was in uh, yeah. she was in that Daredevil movie, right? Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. You know, all all, all those brown-haired, like, um, mousy act- kind of actresses, yeah. they kind of run together for me. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you. <laughs> Sarah and, Jessica Parker and... Uh, Sarah Je- yes, the bitch and, from... Uh, um, That's that's, that's Sesame City, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do they and, all uh, run together? There's like Anne not, Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. They all they all run into each other. <laughs> I can't think of one that's super fine to me. Who's the Black Widow? Um, that's Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, and she's not brown headed. No, she's not one of them. No, no, exactly, exactly. She she stands apart. Yeah, I I think uh, so. I watched the the Daredevil movie, um, the one with Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's like looked upon as being one of the worst, worst Marvel movies ever. I, but I thought it was awesome. I loved it. it. It's not bad. It's not bad. Just in comparison to what that was out, right? They compared it directly right after Iron Man just came out. And it, well, it, it, yeah, I think it came it out came years out, before, though. It came no, out, it didn't. Um, Iron, Man was, Iron Man was one of the first Marvel movies, dude. It came out yeah. like in like 2001, and every great movie ever came out in like 2000 and Spider-Man in 99. Two, Spider-Man 2 came out. Spider-Man 1 was 2001, I think. I remember seeing it as a boy. I mean, compared to Spider-Man, Daredevil was trash. And I, yeah, compared to all the uh, first run ones, Daredevil was definitely garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at a list of the movies that came out in like the year 2000. Oh, yeah. You'd just be blown away. Titanic Titanic came out that year. A lot of things that are that were around the Y2K, uh, especially the 2001. Mm -hmm. Dude, uh, who was it? It was somebody who was supposed to drop a crazy album. It was uh, Jay Z who was supposed to drop uh, Blueprint Two on September 11th, 2001. He was oh, like, "No, nah, yeah, I gotta, gotta wait." Yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't. <laughs> right. We can't do that. Why do I have to sign in to use IMDb? This is bullshit. It is bullshit. I agree. Every, so the the paywall sign in bullshit is so like I guarantee, guys. How the UKP again? 22 22 fuck that's right okay. youngster yeah you are mad young okay oh, so when i was when i was like 15 right mm-hmm. i lived in what was the greatest version of the internet because yeah. it was like i could do illegal things on the regular internet and not get caught for it i didn't have to go uh tour browser i didn't have to go silk road like cause I, I knew how like later on being such deep in the internet like especially mm-hmm. when i was about your time, I was your age, twenty-two, like college for me, whatever. Like in the college, I was adept at doing that type of shit on on the internet. Oh yeah. But pre pre that, when I could just go onto a website, no username, and if I didn't have a username, I just sign in as a guest, download yeah. all the shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and leave a thanks, a thumbs up, like oh yeah, op is is, is pretty awesome, mm-hmm. and then yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I used to love the fucking. And it's it's so crazy because like you can get better shit now, basically for for, for free, right? Well, not necessarily. I mean, no. if you know someone's login, yeah, yeah, it's like they done they they didn't broke up the internet, dude. It's not worth it to be a pirate anymore, right? No, like, like, it's like, all it, encrypted. Yeah, it's like if you want, like, okay, there are services that you can support great pirates, right? Mm-hmm. In their like thieving of like intellectual property, which is music and or movies and or you know other things but it's just not worth it individually the to schematics do it. for the nuclear weapons oh dude dude the, the type of shit that i've seen on the internet like you talking about Dr. Going. <laughs> like like dude we can go defcon one right now and all it would cost me is like a half a bitcoin <laughs> like if i wanted to fuck up joe biden's uh, uh presidency all i had to do is go on the right website on the tour browser and be like dude i need the codes bruh someone's gonna have the codes <laughs> The nuclear codes? Yeah. Well, what what good are those? Nukes, bro. Just to just to have them. I I would say just to say you got them. Just to say you got them. They're like baseball cards. <laughs> That's a fucking NFT right there. Right, because they're not gonna just change the codes that easily. I would imagine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if the code was on like a random number generator and no one knew the password at any given time, that's just too secure. It yeah, has to be the same even... password. It has to be the, the password to the password is password. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, you, you look it up. It's like it's like uh, 
Passport zero one. God damn it, Joe Biden. <laughs> well, you got to put an exclamation point on it. It's, it needs fucking, a- <laughs> it's fucking Scout eighty two. It's like, it's like what's the, what's the dog? What's the new dog's name? The, there's a dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's always a, a, a president dog. They had. Uh, I think didn't didn't one of uh, there was a story Obama about was, Obama was Bo. Yeah, You're talking I about remember Bo. Bo. That's the only one I knew about. Well, so Biden has. German, German, German shepherds, shepherds right? Um, and I think one of them got like put down or something that it like bit a handler or something like that. He so, got put down for buying a handler. I forget what I don't. Why I don't know the story. So I don't know the story. Handler was black. But they got Joe, a new Joe Biden's racist. Is yeah. all it is. The dog was doing what it was trained to do. <laughs> L- L- free German that dog. Free, dude. free Joe Biden's racist dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with I'm, I'm more at Pete on this one. You Yo, know what I'm dude, the dog Hell was yeah. trained by racists. He we wasn't need to make racist. signs. We need to make signs and go to the White House. <laughs> Free Joe Biden's dog. They all have gay names like uh, like 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 Admiral and like <laughs> like uh, Colonel. General. Cur- yeah, it's all like military ranks. Is oh, all the dogs' names. I wouldn't name my dog <laughs> Private. Come here, Private. <laughs> Private Lieutenant. <laughs> I can see Lieutenant. Lieutenant, maybe, but I'm not calling my dog LT, bro. <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> yeah. Hey, LT, come here. He knows his nickname. Huh? <laughs> Dude, that's, yeah. if, if you name your dog Lieutenant, it's got to be a, a, a cartoon. It's got to be a corgi. It's got to be a cartoonishly small dog. <laughs> 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 this is my dog Lieutenant. You salute him when you see him. This is a fucking big-ass corgi. This corgi thick as fuck. Yeah, he got big balls on him. That's why his name Lieutenant. Right. Big ball Lieutenant. <laughs> Lieutenant. Yeah, that's not terrible. No, no. But it would have to be the right dog. Exactly. And you'd have to be the right guy. Because if you're the wrong guy, you, that just comes off so hand jobby. It does but, come off a little too uh, hand over fist. You're right. Yeah. A little too obvious. I but, think I think the a good a good name for, I think do, all all good dog names are either over the top or one syllable. Yeah. Right? So Bo, my dog or two syllables. My dog's name is Rico. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Rico's a good name. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Ice is a great dog name. Like, I'm talking about classic black dog names. Yeah, uh, Ice Blue. <laughs> yeah. Sport. No, Sport is not it's a sport. black dog name. No. You named your dog Sport before? No. no. Sport can be any dog. It's, one, it's just one syllable. Oh, well, yeah. Skip. What about Skip? Is Skip. That a- Skip the dog? No. Skip is an old white man's name. Skip. I was thinking I want to name my dog, my next dog, Chipper. Chipper? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <Which one> his <laughs> name? <laughs> What's your dog's name again? Melly. Melly is a good name. That's a good name. Mar- it's Marshmallow, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Mar- Marshmallow. Marshmallow? That's a great name for a dog. Did short for Melly. No, Claire did. I was oh. thinking about naming my dog uh, Maximilian Pegasus, my next one. Okay. A full name, like the villain from Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Okay. Max P. Max P. My boy Max right here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like Max P. As a d- dog rapper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's my Did dog. you give your dog a last name? Like, what's the point? You the know? dog, the dog doesn't have a last name because it's like he's not my son, but he belongs to me. So what it's name? Maximilian Pegasus De Miller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He has to be of De me. De Miller. Yeah, it's of me. It's not of 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 Miller. Right. Of Millerton. Airing from the town of Millerton. Yes. Yeah. What's your last name? Oh, P. Oh fuck. K P. All right. Um. <laughs> It's Gerard. It's first name. Last name Irvin. Gerard Irvin. Yeah, okay. Irvin is your last name. Okay. Is there any uh, classical uh, careers linked with the name Irvin? Uh, maybe basketball. Yeah, basketball. <laughs> Julius Irving. Julius Irving. Ir- Irving. <laughs> right. Kyrie it- Irving. No, Irvin. Irvin. No G. Is Kyrie. That's Irving. Yeah, he's yeah. Irving. Right. Um. What else? Julius Irving. Um. Magic Johnson? No. no. I know there's another. No. Is, what's what's Magic Johnson's first name? Irvin. Irvin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that's his first name. Yeah, Irvin yeah. Magic Johnson. Irvin, that's right. That's why I said basketball, because I, I, thought, I thought about Julius Irving and then Irvin Johnson. I know there's somebody in the NFL. Steve Irwin? No, that's the crocodile dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Irwin, not Irvin. <laughs> He's just doing like double. How about W? Yo, yo, check this out, guys. Help me out. All right, we're just bouncing around now. Why is W not called double V? Um, maybe because because lowercase. Cause when they're writing it in no, no, cursive. No, no, lowercase, it is double use. In cursive. Right? Mm-hmm. 
But original in cursive, it, it was it, when you write it in cursive, it's all scripty. It, it's it's it, two U's. It's two U's. Right, a, a double U. I I get that, right? But we write we base all of our, our our letters off capitals, not not lowercase. Right, but the capital in cursive is, is two V's. No, not in cursive. In cursive, it's still loopy. Still loopy. Yeah. Double U. Was like cursive like first or something? Cursive yeah. is proper writing. Yeah. Yeah, cursive came first. Yeah, uh, writing in print is is was previously impractical. Yeah. Because like you think about it, how fast you can write something by keeping your pen down versus your pen keep on getting up and down. You know what I'm saying? You talking about when niggas was writing books by hand? It didn't make no sense for you to. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, pick it up and down, print it. Nah. That's why the printing press was a big thing. Yeah. So you can just slap it on there. Yeah, that's why like. Uh, Freaking Farsi and like Sanskrit look crazy because because right. the, they didn't have the printing press exactly for very, a while for a long time so that like you you're translating like a really scripty ass dude, that, version of a language to in, try, you're trying to t- turn it into a font like it's it's hard dude just just seeing it like I don't even know how they text I know they <laughs> I know they be texting yeah but I I don't know how they be texting bro because it's not on the think okay so think about your texting uh technique right QWERTY keyboard right. Yeah. One, th- one through nine, you know how to do that, right? A, A, B, B, C, C, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. You know how to do that, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, exactly. You know how to do yeah. the QWERTY keyboard typing, right? It's, it's called T9, right? Mm-hmm. You know how to do T9. Now think about, all right, you're not doing T9 now. You got a full QWERTY, right? Keyboard, so you can you can type like on a on a on a sidekick or something, right? Mm-hmm. Even on you t- t- turn your phone to the side, you can type pretty fast, yeah. right? Now think about that shit with Arabic, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna do that shit on QWERTY or Japanese? I mean, y- you need like. Oh, dude! Uh, you need a giant keyboard. There's like a there's like f- hundreds of Characters. symbols. Yes, yeah, definitely. This is why uh, you. In, I took two years of Japanese. When you're doing it like digitally, uh-huh. right? Uh, you're depending on your like your your competency level with the language. You're either just sending straight kanjis, which are like multiple meanings, so you can mm-hmm. send like three already complete symbols to uh, to mean a completed phrase. Mm-hmm. So that you know, basically, like um, if I say if I send in. Uh, W-Y-D that is what you doing mm-hmm. we all know that right Right. Mm-hmm. so the same thing is equivalent for Japanese language right so you just want to you know because you, you can send everything out like longhand but it's going to be fucking so sheets is there like a, is there like a way in that like multiple characters kind of become one character with definitely. multiple keystrokes definitely definitely yeah. and so like um, so like if you were to write fucking heaven and do they have a different keyboard it's i mean yeah the le- it's it's still qwerty still like the nine yeah but the, the letters are just different on it different yeah because yeah. it's the same thing for everybody yeah right it's not like they have like a different setup but it's pretty it's pretty bananas dude like seeing a, a japanese chick uh in college i fucked text her friend that mm-hmm. was also japanese and i was looking over her shoulder and she's like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> And it's just like it's not letters. It's, it's just, like building a. It's like building a picture, and then it then it just comes sends, up. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, it, that was a whole paragraph. <laughs> and then I, then I asked what she said, and she said in her broken English, I was like, oh, I asked, what are you doing later for dinner? You know, <laughs> all that, just that. Yeah, and it'd be that way, and that's why the fucking yeah. uh, dubs for kung fu movies has always been the, the mouth moving and the, oh, I will fight you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it is it is kind of interesting like cuz cuz a character is 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 not necessarily like a, a letter. It's it's almost more like a word. Yes. It's like yeah. a word. But so the letters all kind of just build into a, a a symbol, which is is really interesting. Yeah, so like a couple strokes would mean one thing and then you add two strokes that means something else and but then you add something else inside those two strokes. It can mean like house or yeah. family or whatever yeah. you know mm-hmm. just symbols yeah. you put extra lines it means big house yeah exactly yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah I, I used to watch uh one of my favorite things to watch you guys watch anything silly before you go to bed like like calming youtube videos uh no no i just typically just get to bed. i was watching this this japanese girl that was uh teaching japanese calligraphy for a little while oh yeah dude that ship knocked me the fuck out she had like she was like oh hi uh and she, <laughs> she, had, like, she had a sweet voice no, well no she was just did it, do, she was just making videos did it have any uh strain music in the background like bing bong bong uh no that no, shit didn't be, have any i looked up i the looked spa music dude i looked up i got i got a few tracks on my phone like real chinese spa <laughs> mu- chinese string music <laughs> 
that shit is fire. We talking about concentrating. Them niggas do math for real. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, yo, put it on, and you're gonna see why they can get so much work done. Because that that like nervous energy, like you know yeah. how you have to put on like TV in the background sometimes if you want to. Like, I've been listening to jazz at work. Yeah, it's, it's mm. great. Jazz will do it. It'll keep your like background Something mind occupied. Bossa Nova. I've never heard of that before. Oh yeah, you dude. guys know Bossa Nova? Yeah, I've heard of it before. That's um, that's a whole. Um, it's like a genre of jazz, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's created by um, Quincy Jones. Oh really? Soul Bossa Nova was the album that. Wow. Yeah, that shit. That's okay. uh, you know the uh, intro to um, to Austin Powers. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, um, it's the best for just chilling and, and trying to focus. Dude, he, he's the fucking man. Quincy, Quincy Jones is the kingmaker. You're talking about yeah. kingmaker. He's the kingmaker. Fuck Joe Rogan. Quincy Jones made Michael Jackson. And he yeah. was already and he was already a, a fucking star. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, Right I've been there. listening to that. I've been listening Soul, to a lot of funk too. Soul Bossa Nova by Quincy Jones. Okay, right. That's the title song. I think that's wow. the name of the album too. I gotta listen to that album. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fuego, dude. Because I've been listening to that. I've been listening to jazz. I've been listening to funk. That's all I've been listening to. That work. Funk. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to when I'm trying to focus. Yeah. Just uh, some old James Brown stuff. That'll do it. James Brown is nice. Love that shit. Yeah, I'll do it. But um, oh, Tommy Oler's in the building, y'all. But yeah. So we were at the we were at the uh, Las Delicias. Hello. You want to hop on? As a guest of our podcast, we're podcasting right now. Everybody, welcome Tommy Oler to the to, to John and Charlie's <laughs> I golden nonsense. Spot, KP. No, there's no there's no spots. He's not a guest. He's just walked in early. Oh, okay. Yeah. So everybody who walks in has got to say hi. Yeah. Okay. So now you're a guest on the show, dude. Cool. What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? What yeah. do you listen to when you're trying to focus? Oh, um, I just turn on some music, any playlist, uh, whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Um, I was editing some videos over the weekend, and I just turned on a boy band playlist. Boy I band playlist? Yeah, oh, my God. You Fuck disgust yeah. me. Huh? Dude, you disgust me. What? Any of y'all got a pen? It's 7 o'clock. It's, 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 it's sign-up time. Oh, shit. Ooh. And the wolves are here. Have arrived. Seven o'clock. You got you got you got a pen showtime. The door. Rock on the spot. Hey you man, you got to say hi to the uh, people on the on the show, bro. We're in the park. There you go. There you go. What's up, and man? How y'all doing? It's Josh. It's Josh Showtime. Yeah, wow, okay, man. What's up, man? Shout out to my guys, man. This Josh Parker. What is it? Yeah, yeah, it's John and Charlie's Golden Nonsense. Oh, that's dope, man. That's yeah, dope, man. Yeah. Shout out to my guys, man. They doing their thing. Nobody got know? a pen. None of y'all fucking generous got a pen. Man, here you go, bro. All right, like I think we should. I think uh, we should cut it right here. Go to the bar, here. get a okay. pen. I think we should cut it right here. Well, All right, thank you all for joining oh, KP, us. KP, your ID. Uh, we're gonna go try and track down a pen. Yeah, we're gonna get the show started. All right, y'all. Uh, peace. Peace, folks. Bye. I'll catch you on the flip side.